guess what? Amazon, they're the tits. That's, <laughs> that's all you've got to say. Like, you want something, you buy it from them. Tits. Tits. Uh, you, you, you don't just go onto Amazon look at UK, although you can. We love them. They're great. You go through our link that they kindly provided us so that we get a little kickback that keeps the lights on at Scattershot Towers. Just keeps us in... Cheap, low-cost VR headsets. It, <laughs> it, it keeps us in hammocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. You know what I mean? Be- beer, obviously. Beer, yeah, you know, this idea for uh, all, all these sorts of things. Uh, to Go to uh, Facebook, find our page. We've got a link on there. You can get, get it there. I'll post it frequently. Do you want my twins to starve? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want my kids to, well, I don't want to say starve, but like they'll, they'll, they're not, they're not no, going no, to pay I'm for it. I'm going full guilt trip. Yeah. Don't let my kids starve. Do you want my kids not to be able to play VR? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, no, I mean, we, um, anything we get back just goes straight back into the show, just keeps us going. Uh, this bizarrely expensive podcast produced. <laughs> uh, you know, we've been doing it for coming up to a couple of years now, yeah, if, yeah. Not, if not a couple of years. Um, Gold ain't free, people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think it was... Uh, who was it? I, I I was listening to the tennis today. Yeah, and I think it was John Inverdale said something like uh, to jo- to John McEnroe goes one of your uh, founding fathers, uh, Abraham Lincoln, once said that, uh, <laughs> that that genius for education is like leaving silver in the mine. And John McEnroe was like, yeah, he's absolutely right. Uh, now uh, Gaste's backhand, like d- d- pass straight over <laughs> yeah. him, pass straight over. Did, did and, yeah, so you know, listening to the show without giving us a little kickback via the Amazon UK is like leaving silver in the mine. Yeah, exactly. Right. Take from that what you will. Uh, Johnny Vidal, you twat. Because I love to be mined. <laughs> and I'm solid silver. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so yeah, uh, Amazon UK. Give us a little kickback. Enjoy the show. Hello, <laughs> people, and welcome to episode Scattershot 72. Uh, 72? 72. Wow. Episode 72 of the Scattershot is the sentence I meant to say. Um, right. Yeah, what, but what did you say? I, I don't know. So, so I, missed, I missed out some adverbs. That's what I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, my name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And I'm the demon of the Scattershot. He might be it. He might come back. He might come back. He's, he's, he kind of just jumps in he and out. He comes and goes when he wants. Exactly. I mean, we don't control him. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like a... He's like... Jimmy Savile in a mortuary. You don't know when he's going to come, and he's not very welcome. But when he does, he spoils your day. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! That's an intro and a half. Alan. I know, mate. I'm feeling pretty dark because yeah, we, yeah. Um, you know we've been um, we've been playing some more VR. We have been playing some more VR. We have. Yeah, we've been. Uh, we we what was it? We just we did. Uh, well, we done chair in the room, which chair- was meant to be the scariest one, and and you said well you went first. Yeah, you, you weren't too impressed. I wasn't too impressed. I don't think it's supposed to be the scariest one. It's most most downloaded one. Right. But I only think that because it's um it's like a rip off of kitchen which is the uh the the sony morpheus uh demo yeah okay so i think people have seen it go oh i'll get that um but, but then it, we found something better didn't we yeah the ins- uh, insidious three insidious kind of like uh, vr trailer vr trailer kind of thing well you talk because it's shit you right well I, I had to turn it i wasn't expecting the, the, the little bumpy thing at the end the little woman at the end i wasn't expecting that and now colin I, you didn't turn it off no i ripped you the fucking threw thing. it on the floor i, I, threw, it, I threw his 40 pen headset on the floor <laughs> and, and threw the uh headphones on the floor as well i went well, fuck that yeah well it was 14 pound headset oh, yeah. and your 700 pound telephone <laughs> so i don't yeah. really care what you do you can throw it around as much as you like <laughs> yeah that's true it's like, yeah mine's less than a beer where i work uh my investment in this situation yeah uh, i fucking yeah. threw it on the floor it's Scared the life out of me, that did. <laughs> Do you know what? When I uh, when I tested uh, Oculus uh, with Alien Isolation, so mm. like the uh, at the time the most immersive VR uh, yeah. experience with the scariest game ever made. I'm hand on heart going to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I put it on, the the girl there actually said to me, "Look, we've had people throw these across the room. Can you not do yeah, that?" Yeah. And I was like, "Of course, I'm not going to do that, love." Like, yeah. don't be stupid. Don't we say, look, 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 look at this. This is a real man. You're yeah, not, yeah. not going to throw this shit down. 
like not telling like, I closed my eyes halfway through it with yeah. the alien but now, but now, you can, now, now I see why people will throw that across the room yeah. I can now see that yeah well, because uh, I don't want to be I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be involved with that no no well, the, to that level the, uh, the, 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 the uh, demo uh, the, the Morpheus demo that that chair in the room is ripped off which is called Kitchen which yeah. is supposed to be very very good and Tom from the conversation who was going to join us this week he's probably going to join us next week uh, he went to E3 and he actually had a go at the um, at it wow. and he said that before when you sat down and they gave you the, the headset they said do you want a safe word <laughs> so that if you you just say your safe word and we'll come and yeah. we'll, we'll take the equipment off of you I know well, yeah. <laughs> harder <laughs> <laughs> giraffe that's usually the one isn't it giraffe yeah, it's um, a lovely one, though. Yeah, giraffe's the uh, middle one and uh, elephant's. Uh, Anal's the top one. Anal's the top one, yeah. yeah. Anal's our like second base where we went to school. <laughs> uh, it, was like, <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. It was a rough boys' school. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were homeschooled. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, it's um, yeah, uh, Insidious. Uh, it's called Insidious Chapter Three, I believe. Insidious Chapter Three VR. Yeah, it's yeah. free. And it's free. Yeah. I thoroughly recommend it if you've uh, if, yeah. if, if in the. the it's great because uh, it, um, if if you've seen the first one, I haven't seen the third one actually. I was going to watch it and review it, but it's even out. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, no, it's not out, but I could watch it if I wanted to. Of course. Um, uh, Insidious one has a, has a little woman who sort of. Have you seen Insidious? I have, yeah. You know the little woman in it. Yes. Well, you've seen the the she yeah, yeah. she stars in this trailer for the third one. I'm assuming she must be in the third one. I'm then. assuming so as well. But so she's talking you through um, what's what's going to happen. Yeah, and, uh, it, it makes it no less scary. <laughs> no, no, it's, it was fantastic. It's got the it's the highest fidelity of those it things looked, I've seen. It looked, yeah. looked real. I we, mean, we, we, there, we must you? we must say the fidelity uh, is, is somewhat grainy in some of them, isn't it? Yes, uh, it's somewhat it's. I mean, you are using level. Yeah, you are using this of a consumer yeah. telephone. Yes, uh, that's I true. mean, when you when you use um, something like like your, your Oculus Rift or your your, um, your Morpheus, I mean, I've used Oculus quite a few times, and it's um, it is a, it's a touch grainy. It's, right. it's not as bad as this sort of thing, and it's a lot more all encompassing. You feel much yeah. more there. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the cardboard does let in a bit of light. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's perfectly serviceable. It's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Price. It's oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, it's I can't wait to get one because we just said we, how much fun have we just had for fourteen quid? Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've just been. I, I've just put a little. I mean, you don't even know what he used it for, with me, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just covered it in velvet. It's like a, it's like a gag. Um, I just, just put I don't little... know what the ball was there for, but it was on there. <laughs> that was there for fun, Colin. You know that. Uh, I mean, if you've got like an office chair or something uh, oh, in your yeah. house, yeah, much better. Because chair. I've just used a uh, like a footstool that's covered in like fake leather um, that you can uh, <laughs> I can sort of spin around because it's a bit it's a bit smooth. So um, and it's, it's great fun watching someone uh, arguably more fun. Immersed yeah, <laughs> in that world is uh, very uh, yeah. very entertaining. Much more, especially if you touch them when they're uh, not, yeah. not expecting yeah, that, it. That was, I didn't appreciate that, especially where you touch me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, how are you doing, Colin? I'm very well, very well. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a uh, continuation of the Bin Crisp saga. You do not. I do, I'm afraid. Fuck, do it. Yeah. Well, I, I did say I did say last time that I will never go down a bin for crisps again, I think was the last well, thing I no. said on that story. <laughs> That's a sentence and a half, Colin. Yeah. Uh, well, I went to work uh, <laughs> just after I came out of holiday. Yeah. And again, I was trying some rubbish in the biffer bin out the front, and and and. Let me oh. say, but old biffer bin, like the, 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 the well, brand you know, the makes jo- difference. You know, the giant, you know the giant <laughs> yeah. bin. I say bin because everyone thinks of a little bin, but this is a giant metal yeah. biffer bin that you at the festival. I'm just in Lee Collins. You know, I'm writing down my uh, my sexual proclivities <laughs> in this, uh, you know, <laughs> this moleskin vibe. Anyway, she's a cold-hearted temptress. This biffer bin, because <laughs> in there was uh, knickknacks, ribbon saucy. <laughs> the whole box of ribbon sauce, and then they are the holy grail of crisp. After a uh, monster munch, pickled onion, pickled onion, yes, it's uh, knickknack ribbon ribbon saucy. I should say. I prefer the other knickknacks. The uh, oh yeah, yeah, I know the ones, the really smelly ones, the hot and no, hot and hot, salmony. No, not no, not hot <laughs> salmon. Hot and salmon. Wow. What was the, what's the uh, other the other yeah. really disgusting combination? Yeah, I know the one. They're in a green the packet. packet. I know yeah. the one. They're quite spicy, aren't they? I mean, they're all a bit warm, mm. but these ones are, are particularly grim. Are they, they, they also pickled onion or something? There might be something yeah, like that. Those ones, those grim shit. But so anyway, so ribbon saucy there. Now it's now it, it's early on in my shift. It's like half nine, so people are still around. So I've learnt me lesson from the first big story. Your, yeah. your enemy, people. <laughs> yeah, people, people watching me go. So 
I'm like, right, how the fuck am I going to get these crisps out of this bin yeah. without anyone seeing me? <laughs> and it's so obvious. In my mind, Mission Impossible is playing. Da 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 Oh no, that's Emma Dale. Yes, Emma Dale. Right. But, but Mission Impossible's playing in my head. <laughs> Mission Impossible's playing in my head, yeah. As, as I go through the best moment ever of of unclipping the, the locks on the bin wheels yeah. and wheeling the bin into my warehouse. Right. And pressing the shutter door. Yeah. And the shutter door electronically comes down, so it's just me and the bin in the yard. <laughs> This, like, save that talk for the bedroom, Briscoe. <laughs> you said Barry White playing over it. So I'm like, oh, I can go, I can go out of town on this bin. How you feeling dirty? Mm, I know I'm feeling dirty. So I'm like, wicked, this bin's mine. <laughs> so I'm, I'm writing now. Yeah. Writing, and there's loads of packets that are fresh. Nice. Airing them. Loads. So I'm getting them all out. Fresh as they can be in a big, big <laughs> well, Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is fucking heaven. Anyway, all of a sudden my phone rings. Yeah. So oh, it's weird. Phone rings. So I answer it. And it's uh, it's the security guard at Mansfield, who I phone every single night when I get into work, because I work on my own. Yeah. I have to phone Mansfield Security to tell them I'm in work, because... They switch on the camera so they make sure that I don't kill myself. Right. Okay. Uh, if I get killed or anything falls on me, they yeah. can phone Nance and get there. Good. Uh, he went, uh, Colin, what what are you taking out of the bin and putting in your pockets? <laughs> I went, sorry, excuse me. So I'm watching you on the camera. And I look at it and it's right there. The camera's there. And I know this. I've known this guy for five years. We have a laugh all the time. And I've forgotten that yeah. I phone him to tell him to turn the cameras on. I just see I phone him and say, hello, mate, how you doing? Yeah. Right, it's just a thing. Uh, and he went, what, 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 what are you getting out of the bins? Yeah, and he's like sort of giggling. I went, nothing. No, no. He went, yeah, no, I can see you on the cameras. They're purple. What is it? So I was just, just, I was just don't worry. So I said, they're, they're, they're knickknacks, ribbon salsa. They're, they're being thrown away. I'm going to eat them. And he went, right, you're going to eat, eat Chris out of a bin. And I went, and I'm looking at the camera going, yeah, yeah, I'm going to eat some. And all of a sudden now it's just, it's gone to a whole nother level now because I know what's going to happen now. <laughs> it's because all the drivers who come down to me for the night's work yeah. come through him. Yeah. So this is this is beyond some f- stranger from Metalworks finding me eating crisps out of bin. This is on personal. Now, yeah. This is work related yeah. now. So I'm like, just just look, just forget it. Just leave me alone. Just ignore it. It never happened. P- yeah. Please, Andy. His name's like, Andy. Just just fucking forget it. Yeah, no worries, Carl, no worries. Anyway, so shut us straight back up. I, put, I throw the I throw the bags back in the bin. Yeah. I'm not eating them now. I'm just <laughs> they're not. Tainted. I, I, they, they're tainted. They're tainted. Any, anyone would thought they'd come out of a bin, Colin. <laughs> so I put the bin back out there. <laughs> anyway, I don't mean, if you're at the following night, next uh, driver comes down. You all right, Nick Nack? <laughs> That's my nickname. They all call me Nick Nack. Oh, no. Everyone knows me as Nick Nack. We sold everyone. It's better than Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So, uh, so I will say, a hand on heart from now on, I promise everyone here I will never eat crisps out of a bin ever again. <laughs> well, thank you. I think that's something we can all, we can all take to heart. What you should have said, Colin, was to say, like, oh, I thought I'd like drop, I say, oh, I threw something away by mistake. Or yeah. I thought I'd drop my phone in the bin, so I'm just taking uh, things uh, out. No. Or, yeah. you know, anything, I've lost a contact lens. No, I completely agree. Or, it was know. as I was saying, I'm no, it's knickknacks, ribbon, saucy like that. Makes like that, like you know that that, that that's acceptable yeah. to do that. Like yeah, exactly. that's fine. Oh, yeah. Really, all that those crisps. Oh yeah, you can get them out of a bin. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just, they're not just, Walker's baked, are they? Oh, oh, oh no, it's know, fine. As, I was, as you were, <laughs> as I was saying it, I'm like, shut the fuck up, Colin. What are you saying? Why are you saying this? And uh, yeah, it's come back to haunt me in a big way. Okay. Yeah. All right, knickknack. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got no, um, I've got no, no, <laughs> no, stories. no, no, no Bing Chris stories. No, nothing. Funny that. Good. Nothing at all. Um, I, I, I try to keep myself to myself as much as I can. Well, uh, I did that night. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just me, a warehouse, and some Bing crisps. <laughs> well, it's, it's the holy trinity of uh, an easy <laughs> night in at work, really, isn't it? Um, well, so shall we? Um, so shall we bang on? Yeah, let's bang on. Let's do it. Uh, so. Let's talk about a film that we've been trying to talk about for a while now, because you've you've been evangelising over it for quite some time. I have. And 
I haven't seen it up until recently. I know. Well, Apart you, from the you fact that... You texted me to say, and I was so excited, Alan. That I've, I, that I've owned it for several years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never actually got around to watching it. Can and I that, borrow your copy, please? Of course you can. Oh, it's thanks. just over there. I cannot wait to watch it. It's, uh, it's called A Prophet. Yes. Or Un Prophet, <laughs> if you are uh, of the of the French-speaking proclivity. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to bring it up on, on oh, IMDb. IMDb, yeah. Well, listen. Let's 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 start by saying that you've watched it recently. So yes. I think you should go through the story. Oh wow! Okay, well, I'll go through it if you want. No, I'll do it. Good. Um, so a uh, is a young Arab chap who um, is sent to prison in France in the eighties. Doesn't he go? Is he from Ju? He's going from juvie. He's been in. He's been in juvenile prison a lot, and now he's going to the big league. Yeah, the, fir- the first the adult first prison. adult prison he's been yeah. to. And uh, he, he's uh, just trying to find his way in this prison. Yes. Um, and uh, it, the, the, the bloke, in, the bloke, uh, the, the prophet, as it's, the film is known, is called uh, the actor Tahir Rahim. Yes. He's been in quite a lot. He's been in quite a lot of films since this. This was his breakout film, by the way, Alan. Uh, yeah. First. I can first believe film. it. I can yeah. believe it. Um, yeah. I mean, he's he, he he goes into this prison. It's all about him trying to find his way in prison, trying to uh, not get butt fucked, basically. Being an Algerian as well, like a French Algerian. I mean, he, he there's some racism going on in. Oh, that. totally. I mean, he, he kind of sits. The whole the whole point of this film is that he sits within the middle of like the two factions in the. Um, Within the prison, so you've got the Algerians, which are kind of they've got their sort of Italian connections and they're, they're sort of Corsicans, yeah, almost. Um, and then you've got the Muslims, which could be the the the, the sort of the the Arabian side yeah. of, of the prison. So it sits very much in that as a sort of nineteen eighties French. Uh, yeah. I can't I can't think of the word to, to describe it. That, that kind of dichotomy that the the the, that the country was in at the time. Um, where you had the you know a, a split between races and religions, yeah. and he was sort of stuck between there. He was almost quartered as he as, as being a bit yeah. of everything. Yeah, he was fucked from the moment he got in there. Really, oh, completely, yeah, completely. And the and whole only f- being like eighteen as well, he's he's, he's such a fish out of water from where he'd been. Completely, yeah. And the, the film just sort of chronicles his journey within the film. Now, the interesting thing to say is that his um, his sentence at the start of this film was six years. Yeah, he's, he's only in the. I mean, I say only six years is an awful long yeah, time to yeah. be in prison, um, or so they tell me. Uh, but it, it seems like it seems like a lifetime. Yeah. That was the thing that yeah, stuck yeah. with me in this film. Uh, and, I, and I must say, he goes to the boy and definitely comes at a man by the end. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. But that synopsis goes into prison, <clears throat> finds his way. Yeah, is the is the synopsis of the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he gets he gets take he gets there's a there's a French yeah like a Corsican. It's like it's a gangster film in prison. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, and he gets taken uh, under his wing by a bloke called Caesar, who's this French mafia. But he was the, he's the he's the main man in the prison. He sort of controls prison, and he sort of says to uh, to here. He says, if you want to come into my gang and be a part of us, we need you to kill a, a Muslim who's coming in. And they literally, they've been paid to, to kill this Muslim who's a troublemaker. And they... they he's an informant, wasn't he's he? Inf- is that what he is? He's an informant. informant, yeah. So it gets left to Tahir to execute him. Uh, now, this is an 18-year-old kid who's just been in prison two minutes. All of a sudden, he's, he's, he's being forced into this. He tries to get out of it. He tries to get in solitary confinement. Doesn't he? And yeah, like, yeah. even the even the police, even the, uh, the the wardens, wardens are, are in on it. So no, you ain't fucking, you ain't you ain't getting out of this. You got to kill this fucker. Uh, so he has to sort of befriend this this Muslim guy who turns out to be a really really nice fella. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Very, yeah, very uh, very sound. Yeah, yeah, uh, very much in the same situation that Tahir's in. Yeah, just, just with like the, the cachet of having like, a little bit of information. So he he's he's just a kind of. He's kind of for, uh, he's not kind of he's very much forced into doing this thing oh, that he does, massively that he doesn't forced want to do. Which is which is one of the tensest, heart wrenching, gory things I've ever seen. Yeah. His practice of how he's gonna kill him, how yeah. he goes through with it, uh is key to his development as a human being within yes. the con- confines of the film. Absolutely consider better. Um and 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 the reason the film's called a prophet is because from that moment on, every decision he makes is the correct decision. Mm. Um, we won't ruin it by by saying what happens, but it's a journey and a half that he goes on. Absolutely, yeah. It, the, the the way that I 
the thought of it once I'd finished the film was it's like that um, it's like the, the 20 minutes in uh, Goodfellas where Henry Hill was in prison yeah 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 and they're all like hey like uh, gotcha the onions yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. Like, it was like that but like the, the flip side of it yeah because it, it, he was I mean in that film he was in prison for yeah it was a couple of years it was wasn't it? just a couple of years yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, that was like a like a holiday camp so yeah yeah it was like the complete opposite of that but yeah. that that part of Goodfellas was shown as sort of like a almost like a montage yeah like a training montage like, hey you're broken your cherry sort <laughs> yeah, of thing yeah. here you go you're in you're out sort of thing whereas this is just like it's six years which in, in cinematic prison terms ain't a long time no um, but in the in the in the, the context of this film it feels like yeah, six lifetime. long yeah. years. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Goes in a boy, comes out a man. Yeah. Um, you know, comes out and he's like mid twenties. What's he gonna yeah. be other than like a fucking badass? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, rises through the ranks. Yeah, this is what yeah, that. that's why it's the one of the my favourite gangster films. It's my favourite one of my favourite prison films and, and slash gangster films. I haven't seen a gangster prison film before like this. Yeah. Yeah, no, I suppose and, you're, I, uh, I don't think I've ever seen a film like it. And uh I, I loved it. I loved Caesar or the actor who played Caesar. Let me just have a look who that is. Um His name is uh Nils Arstrom. Was that him? Yeah. He looks. He looks very much like a young Christopher Walken. Oh, that is him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bloody hell! That is not the photo of him in the film. No. <laughs> he's about thirty years younger there. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Neil's Arstrop. Je suis Grand Amarata de la. I mean, he he is as Caesar's foreboding, vicious gangster who runs that runs the whole prison through fearless, fear. Fearless, isn't he? Absolutely. He, fearless. he is fearless, but he exudes yeah. fear. I mean, well, I won't ruin it. But there's some lovely scenes at the end with how Caesar's sort of. Not the boss anymore. Yeah, yeah. Which are, which are fantastic, but uh, I just I think it's an epic. It it was it was nominated for best foreign language film in in whatever year this was made. Uh, was it two thousand and eight? Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. It was up against the secret in their eyes. Oh right. Um, which is another an Argentinian thriller, mm. which is absolutely incredible as well. Great however, film, that. However, I was gutted this didn't win because I, I personally I think a profit's better than it's secret in their eyes. Although they're both. What, what a year that was for these today. Yeah. I mean, it annoys me they have a foreign language section because this should have been up for best film, let alone best foreign film, uh, personally. I mean, you, are, you're you not that enamoured with it as me, are you? I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I I, th- I thought it was really good. I thought the I thought it was well... Well, I say well acted. I thought it was tremendously acted. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel as much as the sum of its parts. Right. That's the thing for me. I, th- I thought... Right, let's let's go, let's go through it. I thought the script was fantastic. I thought performances were amazing. Yeah. I thought the direction was a bit lacking. Yeah. I thought visually it was a bit flat, bland. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit bland, a bit flat. There wasn't much going on. How much can you do in a prison? Yeah. Well, this is it. Yeah. But I mean, we've seen uh, we've seen other prison things which are far more dynamic than this. I mean, you look at Orange Is the New Black as a television series. Yeah. And that, yeah. That's got some dynamicism to it. Um, there's no movement there at all. It doesn't feel like the it doesn't feel like the prison is a character in it, and I always feel that the, the location should be a character yeah. when it comes to prison films because it's set in one place. That needs to evolve as well. Yeah. There needs to be a change there, but it's exactly the same from the moment he comes in to the moment he leaves. Now that could be a conscious decision. I think it was. It could I be. I think t- it was. I think t- it was like nothing changed in the prison, just the people change. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, that, and I'm sure that's absolutely true uh, for the incarcerated. But I mean, for me, when I see that, when I see a, a film set in a prison. I want you want to see more I, of the I, prison. I want to see because things change, man. Yeah, like yeah. you know, a prison's just an office. Yeah, really, uh, and the you know the prisoners are the paperwork. Yeah, if you think of it that way. So you'd expect something to change in some in some fashion, but no, it doesn't. And because six years is not a in in real world terms, it's not that long a period yeah. of time. And you've got people like Caesar who, who, who wouldn't really physically age because he's he's a man of of advancing years. But someone like for here, um, when he goes in to, to, here. to here, sorry, thank you. Uh, who who goes in at like nineteen years old yeah. and comes out at twenty five? Yeah. Um, there's a big difference between nineteen and twenty five in in the way that you age. Yeah. So you look. Yeah, at, yeah. You look look, I mean, it does look different as well when he comes out. Do you think? Well, we're going to do moustache and an afro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perhaps, but um, I, I, what I liked about it was it was his rise through the ranks. I yes. loved it. I yeah. loved that for it, and the t- decisions he makes along the way. I mean, he's trying to be a good guy. He's trying to do the right thing at 
all costs. He's a good guy, but do you think so? Yeah, definitely. I don't get that at all. Do you not? No, I, really? th- I, I thought the absolute opposite. I thought he was. I thought he was a a nasty bastard. Or, or, or I thought there was two things. I thought I thought he was either a really nasty bastard. Yeah. Or it was the kind of uh, thing where it took going to prison to turn me into a criminal that kind of yeah. thing yeah um, but I think you've got to remember that he only ever kills one person in this film yeah bit spoilers oh. there but, sorry yeah yeah but it's a very old film yeah yeah uh, yeah no that is true and he does his no. utmost yeah yeah he no, does he doesn't does he not no have I got that wrong yeah oh okay yeah um, yeah there's he's a very violent person he he absolutely is, but I I think a lot of it is through it's very manipulate mani- yeah, manipulative yeah. as well, and that's a that's a that's a very a very caustic fashion to ha- to have in that kind of I mean I guess you have to have that in that kind yeah, of yeah yeah not having not been in an Algerian prison recently. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me tell me have you ever been in a, a Turkish <laughs> bath? Um, yeah I, yeah I mean I, I really enjoyed it when I was watching it I thought it was it was fun to watch yeah in a kind of like wow this is it felt really grand in scope yeah yeah it's an epic I yeah. think it's a gangster epic it, yeah it's like it's like a it's a myopic epic almost. yeah it's grand in scope yeah, yeah. but like very narrow in vision yeah and it, it's so interesting I you know I've I recommended it to a couple of people since I, I, I've watched it yeah um I doubt they'll ever see it. Yeah, this is a problem. But it's uh, it's definitely something that I will continue to recommend to people. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not up there. I mean, if someone says to me, like, and this is a really shit thing to ask, and people ask me it quite a lot, like, what's a good foreign language film? Yeah. I'm like, really? Like, yeah. what does it matter? Yeah. But the, the, the things that, well, the thing I always recommend is City of God. Um, yeah, and Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, pa- well, I, I always say Devil's Backbone. It's funny you should oh, say yeah, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. I prefer oh, Devil's no, Backbone. Oh, yeah, well, massively. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you on that. Well, I prefer Kronos, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, <laughs> hey, no one's going to fucking find Kronos. No, no, you can't no, even no. get it on Amazon or any UK, I don't think. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, I, I think Pan's Labyrinth, people just like, are just like, oh, what's what's an Ent? Like, it's just like, oh, fuck <laughs> off. Just give in to it. <laughs> Um, I, th- I think Devil's Backbone is a lot more uh, approachable. And that's okay, I, I, I'll agree um, with that. But I, I think we're, I think we're both in agreement. They're all like they're all amazing, amazing films. Yeah. films yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, a profit. I, I do think it's a very good film. Mm-hmm. But for me, I, it never quite reached that point where I'm thinking like, wow, like this right. is something I'm going to continue watching for the rest of my life. Like Mezrine, on the other hand, which was part of the like Gallic double yeah. bill that I bought yeah. many years ago. Uh, as a sort of as a twofer with with that and this, I'll watch Mezrine again. I yeah. love that to be. So Mezrine's a better for you. Mezrine's a better film. Than massively, this. massively. Oh, see, I, 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 I love have it. to disagree there. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you're wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I, I, I like, um, I like multi generational things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, and that like, really like, is like multi generational yeah. things yeah. that just go from like, oh, it's someone as a kid and there's them as blah blah blah. Like you need to watch Carlos as well. Then, if you haven't seen Carlos, Carlos. yeah, about Carlos the Jackal. That's 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 for four hours long. Who's in that? Um, oh god, let me put. Oh, okay, let me no, find. No, don't, it doesn't matter. Don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh. T- he's he's famous now. He's in loads of stuff now. Hold Is on. Is it Jason Statham? Carlos Chow is a TV miniseries, but you can get it on thing. It's like four, five hours and thirty-four minutes long. Oh, it is. I watched it in two two DVDs, and the bloke in it is called. Uh, Edgar Ramirez. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know right. Edgar yeah, Ramirez. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. You've got if you love Marine, then you've got to watch Carlos the Jackal. That's oh, incredible. Went into that man. I'm all, two I'm all two over DVDs, that. five and a half hours long. I watched it in two sittings. I was not good at UK. I'm fucking yes, getting mate. right on that. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Love that. Okay. Uh, well, I'm all over that. So, for you, where, yeah. where do you think it sits? Honestly, I, you know, I've been bigging it up for years. Yeah, I you absolutely have, yeah. love it. Um, it sits up there with one with my all time greats. Honestly, it does. Wow. I absolutely love it. It's a ten out of ten for me. I think it's a stunning piece of cinema. Okay, uh, I mean, for me, it's a it's a it's a good eight. Okay, I think I think it's a good eight. Um, it's strong. I, I I think there's potentially a a nine in there if it was a, a bit more edited down. Perhaps yeah. it's very long. Was it long? It was. It was overly long. It's, oh, okay. it's, it's, it's knocking on the door of three hours. Oh right, it, it just flew by for me. I've yeah. just got sucked into it yeah I've seen it twice now I will definitely have wow. to revisit it 
Okay. Well, you, uh, you can absolutely borrow my Blu-ray. Yeah, I can't it looks, wait. It looks yeah. glorious. Um, yeah, lovely. It's uh, well, I mean, it's available. I love it's, a prison film. I love a prison I love film. Pri- I like prison films as well. Um, I don't know what that says about me, but I do love a prison film. <laughs> I mean, what's your favourite prison film? Well, probably this, but Shawshank as well. Shawshank's up there, yeah. Um, I've got a soft spot for Fortress 2, re-entry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I genuinely have. I think it's a really funny no film. Way. No I mean, it's, it's, it's not on the level of this, but it's... Uh, I mean, the, well, there's the uh, Clint Eastwood one, which is... Uh, Escape, oh, Escape from, from Alcatraz. Alcatraz which is, First I film I saw in HD. Was it? Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. Oh, that looked good in HD. Yeah, absolutely did. Yeah. It, looked, it looked amazing. And funnily enough, we'd watched it in standard definition, uh, like... A fortnight before, yeah. Um, when I got my, um, I got my like fancy TV. Uh, I just started moved into the house and uh, like PS3 and stuff. And like, the first, first like Blu-ray I bought, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. It. I left that. Let's have that. Escape from Alcatraz. Lovely. Just watched it. I watch it again. Put it on, and it was so like, incredible. Like, like, like film. a different film. I tell you what, it must be not new. It was like a brand new. It was like a different film, and yeah. that was that. It was that night and day, and you know, it was a it was a very lucky choice of film to pick because the transfer was so sublime really because it used to it was a Criterion release oh okay right. so it was one one that they they made a lot of yeah uh, they spent a lot of money on stuff and they just um, and the, the I think it was Universal just started said okay we'll have that for our general like yeah, proper yeah, Blu-ray yeah. sort of thing and uh, yeah oh, it's glorious yeah. that's it a great really film that's a great it's fantastic film, film yeah, yeah. Uh, The Rock that's a good film yeah we'd, we'd, we'd agree to differ on that I, I can't really you yeah. don't like The Rock no no we've had this discussion it's All rubbish right. <laughs> Me and you are going to be fist fighting later, Colin. One of us, we are, we are fist fighting. Yeah, one, one of us is going to end up in an Algerian prison, Colin. And I'm telling you what, probably ain't going to be you. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, so you're going to give it a ten. Yeah, what yeah. Would your two of you be? Oh, razor sharp. Nice. I'll yeah. go. I like that. Yeah. I would go with hard time. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So that's uh, a profit available now. Uh, I recommend the Blu-ray. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, available on Amazon.co.uk for I think I think you can get it for about like four or five quid. Oh, honestly, I don't think I paid that for it at the time. In fact, I think you can get, and this is what I probably did at the time a, a couple of years ago, a nice double bill of that and Mesrine. Yeah, and Mesrine. Yeah. I, I think I, I don't think I paid more than eight pound for it on Amazon. I tell you, what, if you're going to do that, if you're going to go out and you're going to buy a profit, you get Mesrine. And then you get uh, Carlos the Jackal as well. If it's in, the, it, there, there is a, an edited down three and a half hour version of it. I know it sounds like a lot to watch, but it's an incredible true story of Carlos the Jackal. Yeah. So watch them three. I don't know a thing about Carlos Jackal. Oh so mate, I, that I, is oh, it's a bonkers story. I'm really you won't believe the shit he goes through. Yeah. It's incredible. That you'll love that. I'll find that for you. I've got that somewhere. Quality, quality. So that is a profit. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> After the uh, slight disappointment of Spy uh, in Weymouth, me and the missus decided to go on the Friday when it came out, when it saw Minions. Okay. Uh, now, I love Despicable Me 1 and 2. Yeah, they're good. They're very good uh, films. Really funny. So, I was like, okay, Minions, let's do it. Let's have it. Mm. Anyway, uh, Minions, it's the story of the Minions as they go through... You, you see them as they start off as little sort of amoeba in the sea. <laughs> and they, they, they get older and they, they crawl onto the earth and, and they find a dinosaur, like a T-Rex. And they're like... Yeah. Ah, you're the overlord, like you know, they pray to him, and it's all about all the baddies. That is it subtitled or are they? Uh, is it no, no, it's purely for actions. It's purely for actions. Yeah. They speak a, a language that's sort of like half French, half Japanese, half Italian. It's just it's bizarre. Three it? halves. That is bizarre. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> so you see them as they go through all their uh, 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 evil overlords who have been their their masters kind of right, thing. So okay. you see Dracula and all sorts <laughs> like uh, Yetis, cavemen, yeah. all that. Anyway, in the end, they get chased into a, uh, into an ice cave where they think, oh, okay, we're quite happy. We've got no master, but we're, we're fairly happy. And they're there for years, and they sort of become a tribe. But by the end, they entertain themselves with like show, show, show songs and all the rest of it. And, it, and they're just bored, and, and they really, their whole point of being is that they need to be, they need a master, an yeah. evil master. So Kevin, who's kind of the minions leader, stands up in front and says, look, I'm going to go and find us a master. 
I need some help. I need some volunteers. So you've got two volunteers, Stuart and Bob. How do you know the names? Because <laughs> that's what they're called. <laughs> no, but uh, do they say them? Yeah, it says their names, Stuart and Bob. I right. think can't, I'm not sure how I know, but that, that is, uh, I think their names maybe either come up as like little subtitles or whether they say the actual names, Kevin okay. and Stuart and Bob. Fair enough. Anyway, so they're all their own little So they go off and leave the tribe in this ice cave. Uh... Anyway, and it, what, what happens is they end up in 19... They're in 1968 by now, and they end up in America. And uh, there's an evil, evil convention going on, like an evil superhero convention yeah. going on. And they go to this thing, and they, they're trying to find this... It, the most evil of all is Scarlet Overkill, who's played by Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. They go to this convention, anyway, they end up being Scarlet Overkill's minions, um, the three of them. And so while they're there, they, they phone up the others at the ice cave. Says you've got, you've got to come and find us. This is we found the ultimate bad guy. She's wicked. Yeah. And what she asked them to do, or tasked them to do, is to steal the crown jewels, or the crown from uh, from the Queen of England. Yeah. And that's where it really kicks off. The, the film really kicks off when they go to swinging sixties London. <laughs> so the whole film is basically in London. Oh, really? uh, and the Queen's in it, yeah, and it was a real big surprise because you don't get that from the trailer at all. I wouldn't have gone and, and also, what you get is a wicked soundtrack the Kinks, the Beatles, the Monkeys, nice. just a superb soundtrack as well going through it. And uh, and and, that, and that's it to, to say any more would, would, would kind of ruin it. But what I can say is, I laughed all the way through. <laughs> Me and Sally were pissing ourselves all the way through from the moment it started yeah. to the moment it, it, it finished. Um, uh, what can I say about this other than um, there is there's one of them, Bob, right? He's so cute and innocent and mm. smiles at everything. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, it, he reminds me of my little daughter, Grace. Yeah. Right. It was bizarre. And I think that's, that's exactly like Grace. And I thought, I'm not saying that to my missus, she'll fucking thump me. And we walked out to the cinema at the end. She went, that Bob? I went, yeah. She went, Reminded me of Grace. Like, oh my god, it reminded me of Grace. <laughs> it was so bizarre. So we bought like a little Bob, Bob magnet to yeah. put on our fridge. It was bizarre, but it was it was it was better than Despicable Me too. Yeah. In the fact that I laughed all the way through. The, mm. the, the, it's the visual gags. They are pure comedy ealing, mm. uh, ealing comedy, I should say. You know, it's just physical gags all the yeah. way through. I'll never, I'll never hear the word banana again, and in the same way now. Banana. It's just, it's their, it's their word throughout this yeah. whole film. Uh, as in bottom was like <laughs> bottom in, yeah. in, in Despicable Me too. It's now banana. Um, it's just a wicked little adventure they go on. The minions are superb. Um, I hope it breaks all records. I just think it's, it's, it was. It was incredibly funny all the way through. Brilliant. Yeah, I will highly recommend it. To, I mean, me and Sally went on our own. I mean, we were the only adults without kids in the cinema. Yeah. And I think we we were laughing more than everyone else. Well, I, I think that their comedy or the, 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 the comedic aspects of, of them mm. within the Despicable Me films are, are more aim towards adults than yeah, children anyway definitely. whilst the children get like the, 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 the slapstick the slapstick almost. element of it. Yeah, I mean yeah. for, for adults it's, it's, it's not so I don't know it, it's not so obvious yeah. as some of the other comedy that that's there for the children yeah where you know obviously it's explained where you've got Steve Carell's character and he's you yeah, know grew. Sort of, yeah grew and it's, it's just it's a bit more it's a bit more dialed in for, yeah, for the yeah. children, whereas this is a bit more like, oh, look, someone's fallen over. But you know, as as adults, you get the, the yeah. reason why and the wherefore. Um, I mean, so I'm 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 stoked. Yeah, that it's. Um, I mean, there's always there's always that worry that like, oh, you, you're making a film based on on a very popular film based on the little minions who were really funny, but you've you're just it's a cash cow now. You're just you're just milking it for everything yeah. it's worth. But it's it's better than than Despicable Me One and Two personally. I, yeah. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I mean my my worry was that it was it was like if someone made a a, a film just about Olaf from Frozen. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, a a tertiary character from a from a very very popular film. Yeah, that was my worry of this. Yeah, exactly. Like exact same feel. Yeah, but it seems as though they've got. I mean, they've got enough personality to carry the the vehicle on their own. I mean, the two directors. I can't remember those. One's one's a French guy, Jean Pierre something or other. Sorry, sounds French. Yeah, I mean, he, he said he, he said his first stuff was always the minions from the very first one, mm. so he, he really wanted to expand on them anyway. 
and and that, and, he, and you can see the love get deeper into the get deeper into their characters get, get feel, so, you can, so you can feel their process that sort of thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah definitely <laughs> it takes I mean, me absolute silence against character I mean, the absolute two, silence <laughs> the two absolute silence <laughs> the two takes me absolute silence against character <laughs> the two directors do all the voices for the minions oh really yeah it's okay. just their voice uh, like really sped up Okay. So he sort of speaks in French, Italian, Japanese, and it's all really sped up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just really funny all Fantastic. the way through. And John Hamm's really good in it as well. He plays Scarlet Overkill's uh, husband in it. As like He's sort of the inventor of the, all, all like the freeze rays and things like yeah. that in the, in the original form before Gru came along. I couldn't pick out John Hamm's voice out of a fucking lineup. Well, no, he doesn't sound like John Hamm in this. Right. I've, I've seen a, a couple of Mad Men and stuff. I know what John Hamm sounds like, but. He's Roughly, like, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's, he's, he was really good. He's in good this. actor, he's, yeah, he's he, he was very good in this. That, it, it was just superb, fantastic. Yeah, what would you give it to? A uh, nine out of ten. Nine, very good score. Yeah, what would your two word review be? Uh, more Bob. Hey, loved Bob, loved him. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I can't wait to. See it. I mean, we've been trying to get to the cinema yeah. with, with the girls because they they both love uh, Despicable Me one and two. Mm. Uh, so we oh, um, they all love this yeah it, it's, absolutely it's, love this it, it's, it's down as a treat mm. whether or not they get to go and see it or not is another matter if they're good enough you've got to behave yeah <laughs> behave yourself you don't get to go to the cinema and eat toffee popcorn and then ruin the my good life thing with the, the good thing with like a kid too well, they seem to stay in the cinema for a long time whereas you know like you're you, you dress it well maybe not dress it was a bad example but other other films like Spy they, they go very quickly whereas a Minions film that'll be in there for weeks and weeks and weeks oh yeah totally totally I mean I imagine from I mean where we live there's the uh, UGC not UGC what am, I, what am I thinking of the one in Enfield uh, oh, Cineworld yeah. uh, they have uh, the kids club thing which yeah, is on a Saturday yeah. taking them there for a quid and it's incredible brilliant yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, if you can go see Minions for a quid fuck you know that's brilliant yeah that's I'll, I'll, do that. I'll do that all day long yeah, yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah Minions uh, available now at the cinema and yeah. uh, various other places highly recommended I'm going to talk about a, uh, a game now, very briefly. Uh, that game is Shadow of Mordor, or Lord yeah. of the Rings Shadow of Mordor, uh, which came out uh, last year, uh, just around November. And none shall pass. Not none shall pass. If you think of say, <laughs> you're not say. <laughs> um, which uh, is very loosely based on the law of um, Lord of the Rings. It's kind of set between The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Okay. Right. So it's it's that kind of era within that the, the continuity. Yeah. I, I should I'll say straight off the bat, you don't need to know fuck all about right. the Lord of the Rings net, all of that stuff. You don't need to know what's what and where. No it's photos where. in it, any of them. No, no. Well, Gollum's in it. Okay. Uh, but you don't need to know anything because everything's explained to you, and it's it's not so bad as in like. You have to know your difference between an, uh, an Uruk and an yeah, Orc. Yeah, okay. Because uh, I do know the difference. Yeah, although it is actually a running joke within the <laughs> within the game, where the lead character always gets them confused. Um, but you, you you don't need to know any of that stuff. It's all about the mechanics. This game. It's all about how the game operates. Yeah. Within the the, well, within relation to the characters within the game. Um, so you you start off your uh, you're you're a ranger. Mm-hmm. So just like a, a soldier, essentially, and uh, your family's killed. So your what? wife and your daughter and whatnot is killed, and then you're killed. Oh, sorry, your wife and your son are killed, and then you're killed. But you're brought back from the dead uh, by a by a, like a ghost sort of thing, a ghost of a, of a of a what seems to be another ranger, right? To to sort of wreck bloody revenge, nice sort of thing. Uh, so essentially, from that from the off, you realise, hang on, I'm immortal. So it doesn't cool. matter. It doesn't matter because you can sort of die as a as a like character. Yeah, you, your health bar will deplete and you will die. But then you just come straight back cool. like, to a, to a different location, right. sort of thing. Um, so death has no penalty in this. Now I cannot tell you anything about the story in this. Okay, I'd love to say it's about spoilers. It's just because it doesn't matter. Right. Okay. Yeah? It does not matter a jot. The whole point of this game is, is that you become more powerful as you kill more people, like more orcs and orcs and monsters and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and to, to the to the point where you rule Middle Earth. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now, when you start off. 
that um, you you'll kill what's known as a captain. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it's like a, like a dirty orc essentially. Have they got those dirty Cockney accents that they have. In they the have film, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's well funny. Yeah. yeah, you've got these characters there that are just horrible orcs, basically. <laughs> and you are there any other kind? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and you have to kill them. Yeah. So this first one there, and you go up and you you kill him, like just slash, 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 slash. Because at the time when you first start this game, you're shit right. and you'll die a lot. Okay. Like, it's just slash, 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 slash. And it's, I should point out, it's Batman combat. So oh, it's okay. like Arkham Knight, uh, sorry, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight. Blocking at the right time, things Block, like yeah, that. Blocking and countering. So yeah. slash, 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 counter, slash, slash, counter, yep. finisher sort of thing. Um, and you're shit. When you first start, you are so weak that you die a lot. And you have to just sort of like find really low level characters and kill them and, and grind a little bit. Right. But you have to accept, uh, and I don't accept dying in games. <laughs> Like, I'm like fuck this <laughs> I had to very quickly learn that okay this is actually part of the game um, so you do that as soon as you kill this guy this captain it comes up with a view in the game that shows the ranks of, yeah. of, of, of the baddies Yeah. so you've got like the low level ones then a tier up you've got higher level and then a tier up you've got higher level than that and then at the top you've got the warlords like a mafia family on a billboard in an FBI agent's back room precisely absolutely if you can imagine that it's exactly exactly what it's like and this is called the nemesis system and this is the backbone of this game and this is the thing that makes this game a 9 slash 10 out of 10 wow now every time that you kill one of these like captains or generals or bodyguards or warlords um someone takes their place or if they kill you then they get promoted so oh, right. so the hierarchy changes all so the, the time. hierarchy changes all the time. so every time you play it so every person who plays it might get a different nemesis or probably will get a different so nemesis. everyone's got a different experience who plays this game absolutely and all of these little these orcs these orcs have got different traits some of them might be scared of fire some of them might be scared of monsters right. so it might be immune to arrows yeah. some of them might be uh, really strong but be scared of bees uh, some of them might not let you jump are over them are there bees in this game yeah, yeah there's like bees nests that you can like snipe down with arrows like and it, it could be like, all the bees go everywhere and goes and they all fuck off but there's always, there's always like one cunt who's in the middle just going yeah what <laughs> uh, and then you jump in you you try and get him and he's just like, he's like yeah like don't worry about me hardcore and then you like you have to find his weakness and stuff like right. that so the whole Frogs, yeah, that's your weakness. That's my weakness. Yeah, uh, there'll be a frog VR app on your phone. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm you're playing, not you're playing that, that first. No way. So the, the whole point of this is that every time you, <coughs> depending on how you play the game, you're going to get a different, yeah, different nemesis. Now I, I think I've worked out who mine is because right. there's a guy who's killed me a couple of times and he's gone up through the ranks a couple of bits and now he's a bit more powerful. So Are you seeking him out? No, I've, I'm avoiding him a little bit now because he's done. Get any higher. I don't want him to get high, but I want to. I want to get a bit more beefy because right. every time you kill these guys, you get upgrades to your weapons and stuff like that. And you, you've got a, uh, you've got a bow and arrow, you've got a sword, and you've got a dagger, and you can get runes to like basically buff them. Mm-hmm. So you you know add abilities and whatnot. Um, and it's all about just trying to, to to build up your character strong enough to do stuff. Now I've been playing this for about twelve hours now, you and I've only just about got to the point where I feel strong enough to just go out and do shit. Yep. Up until now I've been like, oh god, like do I do I go for this guy? Do I or do I need to grind? Do I need to do a little bit of like yeah, yeah. some side quests to right. uh, and side quests range from like gathering shit to like a uh, hunter quests, so like kill six birds or do this, do that and the other. Just to build up XP so I can spend it on things to, to, to buff myself up. Um only now do I feel strong enough to like go fuck. I'm just gonna rampage through a town because <laughs> I've got enough. I've got enough in my enough in my war chest to just to, like I've got enough tools in my chest to yeah to just attack anything. Uh, and I've only just got to that point after 12 hours of gameplay. Oh, like, that's a it, big game. It is a very big. Game. And do you know what? I have not scratched the surface of this. Really, uh, through a lot of the menus, I must say the presentation in this game is phenomenal. Like the graphics are, are, are second to none, yeah. And uh, the menus are great. If a little bit slow, but the menus are great. There are lots of great ways of like, uh, like flipping between stats and like saying, okay, well, so I want to upgrade my abilities because I've got to hunt this guy who, like, is afraid of the dark, for instance. Right. 
so I need to do something around that that, yeah. that sort of thing um, put a blindfold on him put a blindfold yeah sneak up behind him so the, 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 and I should point out that stealth plays a big part in this oh, game I'm out I'm out but and I'm exactly saying I fucking hate stealth games yeah I hate them but this it's such a it's a big part of the game but it's so minorly done so stealth basically equates to just sneaking up on someone yeah. but you you just have to stay out of sight so it's not like right. you haven't got like a vision cone oh, okay. so you, there's loads of like bushes around it everywhere right. so you just, as soon as you go into a bush you're invisible essentially okay. and you can call someone and go come on or if you if they can't see you you're invisible um but you can sneak right up to them and they can see you and go, ah, I can see you. But you can still stealth kill them as long as right. they don't alert someone yeah, else. Yeah. So you've got so much leeway that it's just like a, it's just something you ha- you just have to hold down a button. It's eventually, essentially just remember to hold down this button before you kill someone. Right, okay. So, and it, no, it's not too bad then. No, it's not too bad at all. And it does feel very satisfying. You think, actually, I stealth killed that cunt. Yeah. When he could have been like standing there shouting for two minutes just that no, there's no one around to hear him. <laughs> right. So that's the classification okay. of stealth in this, which I think is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cool. as, as long yeah, as the yeah. alarm isn't raised, yeah. it's yeah, fine. It's stealth, yeah. It, it's a stealth kill. Um, yeah, I, I, I love it. I think it's I think it's a great game. The, the, the really good thing about this game is that I've played it for twelve hours just on and off. Right. I don't get a lot of time to play games on the on the big screen like in the console. Yeah. Um. So I've I've done like an hour here, an hour there, ten minutes, whatever, just like jumping. And it's a really jump in, jump out kind of game. Oh, wicked! So you can just jump in, do a little like just think. Oh, there's someone. There's a captain near me. I can kill. I'll just go do him. Yeah, yeah. Go do that. Then done. Turn it off. Come make me dinner. Yeah, 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 precisely, precisely. Go make your dinner. Go have a drink, have a poo, whatever. Yeah. Um, I've feed also the kids. Feed the kids. Yeah. Do something a bit more important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've also been playing this via remote play on the Vita. Uh, yeah. And it works perfectly. It works really lovely. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it actually kind of looks a bit nicer, like scrunched up on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It controls very nicely on the Vita. I was surprised how how well cool. it, how well it controls. So. Uh, so what about graphically? What's it look like graphically? Oh, superb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's superb. Probably next gen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. Probably next gen. It's a bit brown. Okay. It's got a bit of the Gears of War brownness going on about it. Uh, the environment itself of, uh, I think it's Mordor. It's yeah, well, it must be Mordor. From what I've seen of it so far, is a bit samey. Right. There's not too much variation. It's either like valley, hill, castle, mountain, sort of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't tell you any of the geog- any of the geography. You couldn't drop me in it and go, "I'll go." That's uh, this bit. That yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell on. you. It's not like World of Warcraft. You drop me anywhere in there, I could tell you where are you, where you are. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's all very distinct. This not so much. Right. Uh, but I haven't seen it all. I know that there's so much more game under the surface that I haven't even scratched. So, um, for 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 a value package, I think Shadow of Mordor on PS4 and Xbox One. It's a nine all day really? long. Oh, I think it's just superb, and I think cool. the, the Nemesis system is, is is literally groundbreaking. I think it's it, it, it for the foundation of other games going forward. That's the way it, forward. It needs to aspire to it. Yeah. Now I know for a fact that this was a Batman game to right. begin with, but they uh, changed it because they had the Lord of the Rings license. They changed it at a, a whatever notice it was. Maybe Rocksteady didn't want to incorporate it into their 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 Batman games, um, but. I know. I think this is a lot stronger for it, and it, it's a it's a genuine surprise. I mean, I've never played a Lord of the Rings game before, apart from the the Lord of the Rings on the Spectrum, where you <laughs> really? essentially where you essentially had to type out the Lord yeah. of the Rings, yeah. the novel, which I tired of very quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't played the Lord of the Rings games uh, at all, so th- this for me was a was a real surprise. Yeah, uh, and I got it as a um, as a Christmas present last year. And it's been sitting on my shelf, my shelf for a while, and I just, I just picked it up, and man, it's such a good title. Oh, wicked! I'm gonna have to play thoroughly recommend it. And it's, yeah, it's cool. It's really cheap now. Is like, it? Yeah, you, I think you can pick it up for about fifteen quid. Oh, right. About the cost of a, a IM cardboard VR helmet. Yeah, buy both. But yeah, buy both. Fuck yeah. it. Get them from our link. Yeah. Everyone's at me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a it's a it's a solid nine out of ten. Wicked. And uh, two word review would be awesome. Nice. Yeah, there okay. we go. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, Shadow Mortal, recommended. Get it. Kiss me with your fist, it's alright. Wrap your hands around my throat, I won't mind. I'm permanent now, I won't go. I just want to be your shadow. I just want more rock tempo tune. 
Well, I found the little gem, Alan. Do it. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it's actually got two titles. When I, when I saw it, but I went to an HMV. They still exist? They still exist uh, in in Yeovil, on my travails in Weymouth. I went to Yeovil, and I found an HMV. And in there, as I was looking... Did you have a wimpy before you went in there? <laughs> <laughs> and as I went in there, there was a, a film. It was called Night of the Wolf. So I was looking at it, and it had loads of awards. Anyway, so I didn't buy it. <laughs> I, went, I, went, I went home and I researched it, and it's actually its, it's name has, has been changed to Last, sorry, Late Phases. Okay. Now, this stars Nick Dimitri. Now, Nick Dimitri, right? Now, you'll remember him if you remember Stakeland. Have you seen mm. Stakeland? Mm. Yeah? The vampire, vampire hunter in that. Yeah. Now, he plays a, a retired ex Marine who was in uh, Vietnam who's now blind. And his son is taking him to a not a care home, like a care community where you get your own house, like a big, big house within this gated community. Yeah. Where all these retired people live. Anyway, when he gets there, he meets the neighbour and stuff. And the very first night he's there, uh, as he's sitting down, his neighbour next door, it's a full moon, his neighbour gets attacked. Uh, by a werewolf. Nice. Right, and it's a wicked attack. He's fucking nasty and visceral. And he's banging on this wall. He's blind. Mm. He's banging on this wall, let go of it. Anyway, this this werewolf hears him, smashes through his wall, and he's got an Alsatian, uh, you know, blind dog. Yeah. Uh, and f- during this attack, the, the dog gets killed and uh, the werewolf gets injured and he, he runs off into the night. And he's, he's left there he's left there for a couple of days with his dog dead on his lap waiting for someone to fucking find him <laughs> anyway when someone finds him um, he, he, he works out fairly quickly even though he's blind he's a, he's a right old curmudgeon right old <laughs> I'll tell you what he's like he's a little bit like Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino crossed yeah. with Charles Bronson and he realises pretty quick that it was a werewolf attack and he's not going to tell anyone that so it's a bit like uh, Bill Murray in um, what's he called um St. Vincent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah. yeah, he's very similar to that. Yeah. Anyway, so he finds out very, very quickly that it, it's a werewolf, and he decides that he's got thirty days or a month before the next full moon. So he decides to find out, uh, investigate, and find out who this wolf is. And within this community, it's just old people, and there's like a church following. And every every du- every weekend, this church following gets together, and he goes to church one day because he's lonely. And when he gets to church, uh, and he's in the church, loads of dogs start barking as they go past. So he realises someone from the church is this werewolf. So he investigates to try and find who this werewolf is. And at the same time, training himself up, trying to obtain silver bullets. Uh, During the attack, his his stick got broke. So he now has a shovel, which which he buried his dog with. So he he uses a shovel as a stick and a weapon as well. He sharpens his shovel. Honestly, it's one of the best performances. Well, I've only seen Nick Dimitri in Stateland, but it's such a wicked performance. It's ex-Marine, blind guy. I'll tell you what it's like. It's like silver bullet crossed with Bubba Hotep. It's an incredible werewolf film. It's a great thing. I mean, it's it's, it's rare to find a decent werewolf film. There are so many shit ones out there. You can count the number of decent ones on one hand. Uh, On your cock. You can count them on your (laughs) cock, Alan. There is one. (laughs) Maybe two at at the most. How many cocks have you got? (laughs) You know, know, bifurcated (laughs) cock. I was born at Sellerfield. I've got a few. Nice. Uh, Um, When was this film made? It was 2014, so last year. Oh, really? Okay. It's very recent. Very recent, yeah. Honestly, it's an absolute gem of a film. And there's a real heart to it as well. It's got a breakdown with his son. He's obviously like... Like I said, he's a curmudgeon, but he's obviously been like his whole life. His 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 wife's dead, on, and this bloke's mum's dead, and and you you don't really know the reasons regarding this. And there's this lovely father son relationship going on. Like there's, there's, there's something going on underneath that you don't quite realise. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it re- it's played out really well. The the son's played by uh, Ethan Embry. Um, oh, no, do you know Ethan yeah, Embry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good as a son in it, and it that really makes the film. It, it it takes it it's it makes it better than a, a normal werewolf film would be, having that heart to it. And, and also, uh, Tom Noonan's in it. And oh, I don't know if you know Tom Noonan. Yeah, I know Tom Noonan. It's yeah. the fairy. The uh, what's it called? Uh, in Manhunter, um, the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Manhunter, and yeah, yeah. also he was in the, the, the Here, Here Comes the Devil. I think. Yeah, no, and he was in the right stuff. House of the Devil. Yeah. Was, he in, was he in the right stuff? The right stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so you, what you get as well is because all these characters, because he's trying to find out who the werewolf is, it's like a who done it. 
matching the same vein as Silver Bullet. That's what reminded me of Silver Bullet. There was that who who is it kind of thing. Yeah. You know, who who is the werewolf? Uh, the, the the werewolves themselves. There are a few in the end. Uh, they've gone for the sort of uh, full body dress if you'd like of a werewolf yeah you know a suit a werewolf suit which which at times can look a little bit silly and the face of the werewolf is kind of critterish like or gremlin like but it's they, you know they're, they're very serviceable werewolves for movies it's absolutely fine nothing yeah. stupid there and there's a wicked transformation scene as well which which sets it you know above above normal werewolf films um, I just I loved it and it was it's I mean, set in an old people's home where the main protagonist is a blind ex-veteran. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible in itself. Directed really well. Very sort of square and solid. Pretty. Loved it. I mean, films with blind people in yeah, don't really come along as often as you no. think. I mean, it, it, it's it's a very underused device. Yeah, yeah. You think they're like like, like this, uh, like Blind Fury with yeah. Rutger Hauer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, um, what's it called? Uh, not Rahimbo. Um, oh, uh, um, Satoichi. Satoichi, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, there's there's not a lot yeah, of them yeah. around. So to mix in that that kind of thing with the, the, those those devices that you have with, yeah. with, with, with that part of the storyline and werewolves yeah. to, to mix in genre as well, yeah, is nice. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was so so fresh, such a fresh take on the werewolf yeah. uh, genre. Loved I mean, it. I mean, let's. Let's just let's just pull some good um, some good werewolf films. Obviously, yeah. we've got uh, American Werewolf in London, London. Uh, yeah. Silver Bullet, yeah, uh, Ginger Snaps, Ginger Snaps, yes, yeah. Uh, what's he called? Uh, uh, Legend of the Wolf or Night of the Wolf? Yeah. Shadow of the Wolf. With uh, it's the French one. Well, we- yeah, well, that's not actually a werewolf as such, is it? I know what you're talking about. You're talking of uh... Brotherhood of the Wolf. Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, you could. I suppose it's, you it's could put the, that in that category. It's on the fringes. It's on the fringe. It? That, yeah. that is a quality film, by the way. It is a great, film. incredible film. Um, um, I mean, I mean, everyone says the Howling, but I'm not a massive fan no, of the Howling. Me neither. Yeah. And there was Wolfen, which was kind of good in its day, but yeah. they're very few and far between. A decent werewolf film. I quite like Cat People. Yeah, yeah Cat People. Yeah, the Roman, that's Roman Polanski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Bowie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't get too many of them. Not really. Well, I think we're due. Yeah, this uh, is it. This we're due a revival of the of, well, of the werewolf thing. Well, this Be- is why I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. It's so nice to see a fucking really good little werewolf film. You think how saturated we are with like sparkly vampires and, yeah, and yeah. safe zombies? Yeah. Like, the werewolf is a fucking badass. Yeah. Like, it, it's an unrepentant killing machine. Well, yeah, um, that, yeah, that's what this is. I mean, the, the attack at the start on him and his neighbour is brutal, really brutal. And you're like, fuck me, that's exactly what it should be like. Yeah. I must admit, I mentioned this to some one of the drivers who called me Nick the other day, who, who came down. <laughs> well, that is your name. That is my name. <laughs> and uh, I said, oh, I saw a wicked werewolf you so I'm like, like, true blood. And I just I just shut up if I'm not talking to you if you're going to mention true blood. Like, that's is that a vampire thing? Yeah, but it's werewolves, in it? Is it? Yeah, apparently. I've never seen it. I just didn't want to talk to him after that. I thought, if you're going to mention true blood in the same sentence, I'm trying to tell you about a good werewolf film, you've got no chance. Yeah, especially when I'm trying to ramish through a bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leave, me in, leave me in his cold-hearted temptress alone. <laughs> you say like a cunt, son. Now give me a leg up into the biffer. <laughs> and leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, this is dear. up there with Silver Bullet and, and Ginger Snaps. That, Honestly, mate, that is, a, that is yeah, high yeah. praise and indeed. And Bubba Hotep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Bubba Hotep. I do like it. I, I like the whole, when I say Bubba Hotep, it's that whole like, old people, like retirement community kind yeah. of feel. I, I think old people's homes is a... Is a an, Oh, it's like leaving silver in the mine, Colin. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really is, yeah. I think there are not enough like, no. old people in horror movies no, they're I, really not I still think one of the, one of my favourite episodes of The Simpsons is the one where um, there's the the cat burglar in the old oh, people's yeah, yeah, yeah. home the, 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 the Springfield has the, the largest uh, uh, cubic z- zyconia that's it uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like hey he's got a, he's got sneakers for sneaking <laughs> so, you know, like it's like the suave old man yeah that's it um, yeah. yeah I mean it's just a it's an untapped resource really yeah. there's not too many films. any scattershot here as you're listening uh, if you can recommend some films that star or, or feature in an old people's yeah. home we're not accepting Cocoon no, I was going to say <laughs> 
Or Kakuri Returns. Kakuri Returns. Or Barry's Not Included. Barry's Not Included. That's like a, is that the remake of the, a combination of the two? The double pack on the DVD. Um, yeah, any of those films. But search this out. It's called Late Phases. Late Phases. Do you know what? That is a fantastic title as it's well. It's good, isn't it? It's better than Night of the Wolf. They've changed it from. Yeah, that's <laughs> that is like, dog shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that Late is, Phases. Late yeah. Phases. Oh, Says it all, doesn't it? It's, it? it's almost sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's wicked. Yeah. I, I, I'm, it's so so quirky. So Nick Dimitri as the old guy, as the old curmudgeon, it's just it just makes the film. It's brilliant. Did you buy it? No, I didn't buy it. But okay. you can buy it. Okay. You can buy it on Amazon. Um I don't know how much it is. It's not that it's not that expensive. Brilliant. Uh so uh what would you give it, Colin? I'm gonna give it a strong strong eight. Oh nice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was quality. I'm As an indie where all film goes, it was incredible. I'm really excited for this. I'm you you know, love it. Just mentioned it werewolf film. I'm like, oh god, I want to watch right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they play it straight. They play it straight as well, and that's what that's what you got to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're gonna do it, do it properly, and they do. Yeah. I mean, most people tend to try and go. Do well, you know what we're gonna do? A werewolf film. Yeah. And we're gonna do a transition, and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, and no one, no one has topped the transition in American Wolf. Well, never. And I don't think anyone will. No. I mean, they steal parts of that for this, which is fine because if you're gonna steal, steal from the very fucking best. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. that's what they do. But yeah, the werewolves, it's good because what you've got with, as the werewolves shut, or the blokes shut, what, what is good as well with this film is, uh, actually werewolves in general know this, but when they're humans, they know they're a werewolf. And yeah. in this film, they will do anything to carry on being a werewolf in this, ah, as a human. okay. So they're p- fairly evil that's when new. they're human as that's well. New. Is, is that new? It seems, that seems, seems new. fresh, yeah. yeah. So, so the people, or the person who know, who, who is a werewolf, is going round preparing for the full moon so that he knows that the blind guy is yeah. his nemesis. Oh, fuck, that is, that, yeah. that's, that's put a fresh slant on it. Yeah, I yeah, think so. yeah. I can't think of any film that's done that. No. So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I like that about, I liked it about, it was, oh, it was a nasty bastard, really. I'm super excited to read, uh, yeah, to, to yeah. watch this now. Yeah, yeah. Late phases. Late phases, wicked. Yeah. Uh, two interview? Uh, I, I was going to go Blind Fury. Okay. But uh, you, you mentioned it earlier. I've ruined it for Stole me thunder. So Sorry. I'm going to go with, uh, oh, Full Moon. Nice. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's enough to uh, to wrap this episode up. Uh, what well, what a great film to end on. I'm really yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. Really excited to, uh, to to watch that. Uh, so that's enough from me, Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe, and uh, that's Scattershot Seventy Two. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.